Hey, everybody. Absolutely fantastic episode of The Morning Show today. We talk about Moonbird's price action. After their recent announcements, they put out an animated video that got people pretty excited. Azuki also announced an event, so we talk about what impact that might have. We also talk about the Only Force airdrop, as well as Clonex and the Nike ecosystem. And today's sponsor is a second-time sponsor. was Pacemaker, bridging the physical street art world with the digital world. Fantastic sponsor. Second time they've been on. The free NFT in honor of Pacemaker as our sponsor. The code is PACE20. P-A-C-E 20 at the nifty.com slash claim. Hope you enjoy the show. This is the NFT morning show. DJ Neo. I had 16 DJ names proposed to me earlier, uh, but you know, that's the one I'm going to go with. DJ Neo. Those are my initials. Okay. Lest you forget. Uh, I'm the original Neo. Oh, one sec. I can't hear you. Greece, summer 2021, just tunes in the house. Tunes. <laughs> DJ Nick on fire. Sorry, Nick, what was your name again? DJ DJ what? Neo is what I'm going Neo, with sorry, right now. DJ Neo on fire, headlining summer 2023. Love it. There we go. Yeah, get you a trench coat and some uh, Matrix shades for that name. One of my favorite uh, YouTube channels to watch is this dude, I think he's British, who he carries a uh, DJ, uh, like a, a whole mixer in front of him, and he runs around with it. Like it's attached to his body, and he goes running into buildings. He has speakers behind him, and he it's like the most obnoxious thing, and it's also hilarious. So he uh, picks people up in the street who join along and come for his uh, jog wherever he is. He sneaks into concerts. He sneaks into buildings where he shouldn't be malls gets kicked out it's pretty entertaining if you're watching on youtube smash the like hit the subscribe notify your friends share it then then hop over to twitter take the tweet retweet it like it comment follow uh you know and then share that with your friend send that in the dm and say yo did you see this bodago shit damn that team's putting out hot fire. Where did that come from? And uh, it, like, then you'll be wondering, uh, they'll be wondering, how do I get on the allow list? Don't worry, just follow Badagas and you'll find out. Uh, we got people speaking today. Shout out to those people. Really appreciate all of you showing up every day. You don't need to be named. You get your respects every day, every time that PO comes on. You, you, T take one for the team. Let's let's be let's be efficient with our time here. We don't need to go through this, Bunny. No one cares. Okay, you're what your bio is. I'm sure you thought through it today, huh? Didn't realize that was happening. Uh, we got. Uh, I, I just wanted to say, hey, shout out to pacemaker. Pacemakers for people with heart attacks, as well as people who want to collect street art. That's the one that we're talking about today. It's an art blocks for street culture. As a holder, you have access to digital street culture artwork, and every artwork is linked to a claimable physical drop. I like those physicals. I like to get physical. That's one of my love languages, in case you're wondering. Uh, actually, I think that's probably ranked third for me. I'm going to be honest. You know, I like quality time and words of affirmation. And then I like that followed by some physical. And it's, it's rotating. You know, it's always on the rotation. It's not the seasons change. You don't need to be fixed. 
fixed, uh, fixed state is not a growth mindset. And that's what we're looking for. And that's the type of mindset that Pacemaker has. They have, uh, they're making partnerships with famous artists, but also with people from the community who will create exclusive street culture artwork with us. Uh, these are then available exclusively for the holders of the NFT, different in style, rarity, color, and holders can collect and or trade them. Retweet the pin tweet. Retweet the tweet for a chance to win a golden mask, giving you one pacemaker NFT for free and a second for 0.15 ETH plus special OG utility after the April 20th mint. You know why they picked April 20th. You know. Um, I wonder if, uh, sorry, Kix, were you about to say something? 420. Oh, no, I just thought it's a good date, you know? Oh, okay. Um, we'll announce the winner of the two masks at the end of the show. Do we got a free NFT today associated with this? Or, yeah, we do. Clemente says yes. Uh, it wasn't clear from the email when I read the email. I, w- I was sort of curious. I was like, is there, is there a free NFT today? It wasn't the free NFT section, though. What, so, uh, what battery percent are you at right now? Oh, that's a good question. I'm at 16%. Okay, so we've used 2%, 13 minutes. So we're th- losing about 1% every six minutes. I think we're doing pretty well here. So uh, P.O. said he was going to step in in a bit, and I think he'll come in around 9.45, something like that, and we'll be good to oh, go. we're good. I think we're good. I closed all the background messages and everything else, or sorry, the background apps. Turned out I had a lot. Is the iPhone 16 Pros, or what, what are we at? Is it 16? Am I making up these numbers? It doesn't even matter. You could call it like the 19, and people would be like, dope. All right. <laughs> as long as we haven't hit 20 yet. So like basically anything in the teens, high teens, sounds right. I don't even know what that means. Uh, so, But it's provocative. Gets people going. So we got the weather report. Today, it's Signal. D- What's your DJ oh, name, right. Signal? Ah, uh, DJ Sig. I mean, like, that's the name that would have been. DJ Siggy Fresh. No, not Siggy Fresh. I'm not Siggy <laughs> Fresh, please. Sounds, sounds like a menthol cigarette. <laughs> No, no, but now, but you, you know what? That's that, 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 that's a good question. I'm going to think about it. I'll come back to you in a bit. Uh, but for now, I'm headlining as DJ Sig. That may change in the future. But um, DJ Sig. DJ Sig. <laughs> bringing you the weather report. Total market volume down. <laughs> I stop now. I stop now. Total market volume, uh, guys, coming in at 32 million. Blur at 21.7. Open seeing those six single figures down at 9.2. Onsen leaders, apes at 54. Mutants down at 12.1. Punks holding 53.2. Uh, Azuki just on an absolute tear. Uh, D gods at 8.1. Captain 6.8. Pudgies 3.8. And Moonbirds 3.3. Talking about punks, nice little story yesterday. There was a gray old punk that sold almost for as much as a CSD CSGO skin that uh, that went on sale yesterday. And the really cool story is the guy um, had the punk, bought it years ago in 2017, 18, when he used to be in crypto, lost the password, uh, and then miraculously found it and then sold it and is now coming back into NFTs. What a great story. He bought a punk back in 27, 2018, a grailed hoodie, beautiful sale. Over the past 24 hours, you've got Azuki hitting a 90-day new high after the team confirmed details for 
follow the rabbit. Azuki and Beans holders will have priority access to the party in Las Vegas. You've got Vegas, Hakkasan, Azuki. Those are the three magic words. Uh, Azuki back up to almost 17 ETH floor and Beans at 1.55. On to Moonbirds. Well, Moonbirds hosted a space yesterday sharing news on Mythic Eggs and a new internal token called Talons. Mythic Eggs have three different levels of rarity, which can be claimed now. And Talons is going to be the new reward uh, system, kind of like, you know, credit card points, replacing nesting, and is going to allow holders to claim art later on, purchase uh, event tickets and so much more. Moonburst bounced a bit off this news, went up to 3.5 and settled around 3.2 this morning. On to coffee. Kicks, we know you like your coffee. On to Starbucks. They are set to drop their second NFT collection tomorrow. The set will be 5,000 stamps. It's going to be minted on Polygon, priced at $100. The stamps, they earn you points, which can later be redeemed for rewards. So previously, collections have actually sort of done a 10x out the gate. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see this one do well. And lastly, the real MVP saw its highest all-time sale in the last 90 days. The collection, uh, sorry, the, the last sale was for 69 ETH. And we also saw that 9GAG CEO, Ray, asked the community who wants to stake ETH and doesn't have 32 ETH. So you can see Ray is making moves over there for holders uh, to be able to potentially stake ETH given they have those 69 validators. Captain's holding 6.8, potatoes at 3.2. Over to crypto. Crypto looking nice. Back up in the 30 for BTC. ETH over 2K, which is beautiful. Solana over 25. Ape holding 4.5 crypto looking beautiful so the weather report for the nft space is looking pretty sunny today back to you folks did you skip over the uh, nike thing or you swapped that story at the last second i did i it, it was called the hand of houdini or the hand of sig <laughs> just swapping stories and you're gonna see why it's because it's in the newsletter coming oh up, there so you go there you go that that is like a that is a champ you just crossed you over on the court the, dude you had no idea what, what happened the hand of that. houdini Get out of here. That's incredible. Hey, here's from the newsletter today. You can sign up at the nifty.com. You don't want to just sign up for the newsletter. You want to go get free NFTs. People are like, oh, it's not an NFT. It's not in my wallet. Well, maybe one day we actually offer that because it's coded into the contract and maybe release something about that. But you're out here not collecting. You're out here fading us. What? Unreal. Dude. dude. Uh, faders are, are, are limited to sound engineering, man. If you're, if you're, uh, we, we don't need no haterade, no faderade. We don't need none of that, it's man. Like, it's like fading Costco hot dogs, dude. It doesn't even make sense. Dude, it, uh, it, we compare ourselves every day. When we start our day in the morning, we say, uh, our business is the same as Costco hot dogs. Let's jump into the newsletter. Right. Holders who've been nesting their Moonbird for 360 days, reached a diamond nest status yesterday, making them eligible to receive a Moonbird mythic egg and an airdrop that can be redeemed for an art piece from Moonbird Diamond Art Exhibition. There was also some shade being thrown around about Moonbird. Some, I don't know if it was the token. We can dive into that in a minute. Oh, that art's kind of cool. The egg claim schedule right there reminds me of... Uh, Being a child. I don't know. I'm trying to remember the, the style of art. I'll get back to you when that pops into my head. But Dot Swoosh, Nike's virtual studio, will airdrop 106,453 free, only forced posters to randomly selected registered Dot Swoosh members, serving as a mint pass for the OF1 collection on May 8th. Sorry, how does a poster serve as a mint pass? I'm assuming that's an NFT, not a physical poster. Yeah. Yeah, just NFTs, like it's not like really a good buzzword these days. So just digital poster is what most corporations are recommending. 
Uh, okay. Well, th- Block- hey, blockchain th- poster is also acceptable. Okay. Well, I appreciate the, the, the wording so that we can get the semantics correct here and the words no properly. So we're going to yeah. need to have a synergistic, positively synergistic uh, uh, sync earlier to talk about the, uh, some of the active workflows in the business later. Okay. Okay. Synergies. Um, the SEC has charged Bittrex and former CEO William Shihara with operating an unregistered securities exchange bow, 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 broker and clearing agency, allegedly earning $1.3 billion in revenue from unregistered activities between 2017 and 2022. Damn. Uh, so that's the situation that we have going on there. That's all. That's it for the newsletter and the weather Wait, Nick, report. Did, I miss, did we miss the thing about Gary Gensler shilling Algo and then Algo getting marked to security? No. You want to share that real quick? Hey, fourth, yes. fourth newsletter story that wasn't well, in the well, newsletter. Something else too, just to add. Yesterday, a video was circulating of Gary Gensler on a stage shilling the ever-living hell, like making your favorite grifter look, look weak, but, talking about Algo for like 30 minutes. Was that an AI? No, it was actually him. Like, that's actually him. This is like a couple years old. And then yesterday, they came out and announced that Algo-OMG-TKN-NGC and IHT, so six coins are all securities. And immediately after that video went viral, you had Congressman Warren Davidson introduce legislation to fire Gary Gensler. (laughs) So it was a full circle moment. Power to the people. Is that how that works? (laughs) Uh, I think he'll be fine, um, but he did. He did, in <laughs> fact, shill a security. So it happened. So I mean, like, basically, all arguments against crypto should be null and void from him, considering considering his course of action. Uh, I completely agree. This guy Gary, oh, Gary, he just keeps messing things up, man. Dude, the worst part is I just uh, I was I'm over here just enjoying the the shitcoin season, and Gensler token just launched. All right. So I bought some and 39 seconds after I bought it, the token rugged. Did it so that's right? how my morning's up. <laughs> 39 seconds. I think it's the fastest time I've ever lost 0.05. I literally watched my transaction hit two cells and then they withdrew the full liquidity pool. That guy's so, an uh, idiot. They didn't even make that much money. And four ETH, bro. Grow up. Grow yeah, up. Grow up, dude. Grow up, dude. Four. Come on. Probably had some back taxes. Like, I'm kind of <laughs> <laughs> I also feel like uh, you can sort of slide under the radar. There's probably some limit. Like, what's the what's the amount? Well, 10k is the amount that the IRS, you know, monitors. Just for. under, so like 8.5. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if. Uh, yeah, I'm sure the people scamming tokens. The thing they're really thinking about is is let me make sure I get under the IRS level as I commit, you know, fraud. Yeah. Well, clearly you're not a good scammer, kicks, because uh, I'll, I'll I'll teach you about this sometime. Uh, but we'll do it. Yeah, off air. In, in high school, didn't they call you a uh, uh, washing Nick because you used to used to launder that money through for everybody? You know, selling that candy on the playground. Washy Nick wore a tracksuit when he was eight years old, slinging that was candy a terrible bars. Nickname. I couldn't think that, of anything. That was <laughs> Washy uh, Nick. They called me Bounty Fresh, dude. That was what they <laughs> they called me. Okay. There we go. That's good. Jeez, they got fired tonight. You took a decaf or a recap? Uh, this is decaf, baby. Um, Let's go. I got I got a little bit of sleep though. Uh, after I uh, I've been boxing up my stuff. I started boxing uh, my apartment. 
Um, I'm getting a, a jump start because I'm moving in a week. Um, Good man. So, okay, downgrading from three bedrooms down to two. It's, it's getting difficult out there. That's um, a bear yeah, market, baby. Nice, bear market I, stuff. I'm supposedly moving up 10 floors, but I go and look at the building, and I'm like, there's no way that that building is taller than the building that I'm in right now. I think they made up the floors. Like, I think they skipped 20 floors, and they just, like, everyone starts at, like, floor 20 or something like that, or, like, floor 15. Good so, marketing move. And I'm like, that is genius. And I fell for that shit. Like, that, there's no <laughs> doubt that I fell for it. I literally went for another apartment because it had a higher number. It is higher. I mean, that is, that is true. Anyways, no, it's not Cinnabon coffee. It's uh, Dunkin' Donuts flavor coffee. No sugar, though. I've cut out all sugar from my coffee at this point in time. I haven't had sugar in my coffee for literally like at least a month and a half. I realized that it was just a bad way to start the day with sugar. That's just not, that's just not probably a good idea. I feel like I've well, lost. You can't do dairy, huh? You're not a dairy guy. No, I'm not. But I feel like I've lost a couple of pounds just as a result of eliminating the, like literally just that one sugar thing. I feel like changed everything in my metabolism, my glucose levels and everything else. So honestly, uh, I think it changed your life. It probably did. Uh, hopefully it, it has positive, uh, it bodes well for my personal um, net worth in the future. Let's dive into some of the subjects today. Moonbird's price action and announcements. Uh, look, this was the thing I missed out on, the talents. They announced talents as a rewards for nested Moonbirds. Think of it as credit card points. We're all launching points, dude. We're all doing the same thing, man. Like, what's going to be... Yeah, no one's trying to go to jail. <laughs> I mean, we haven't launched our points yet, but... Yeah, way to just give away the alpha, dude. Ooh, a little like, alpha, our, dude. Our synergies are so off. That's, that's what happens. The, I don't so think if you that's look at the, points, the proper though, way of saying that. But go why ahead. Are you, why are you vocabulizing me? All right, let me let me just speak. So Talons, though, if you watched it yesterday, they spe- they literally said these are ba- these are credit card points. Like it's all in app. That's all it is. There won't be a liquidity pool. They're not exchangeable. You can only earn them from nesting, and they're used to get art. They're used to get art, merch, other things that they're just going to reward for early nesters. That's it. They'll only live in the Moonbirds app. You can never actually move them. I think they're going to be tied to the Moonbird itself, much like what we've seen with Utes and D Gods. Um, so a lot of people taking a page out of that book. I love it. It's super. It's super Web three. Shout out to her before who says you actually look fatter. That was a, that's a hilarious comment. Uh, no, I think it, I think it's just the Brooklyn sweaters you're wearing, and I think it actually adds a little muscle to you. Okay, I think he's not giving you enough credit. So you're saying it looks like I gained weight? Well, whatever, dude. And the shoulders, dude. I mean, whatever, man. I wouldn't mess with you on the streets. That's for sure. Going uh, back to the points, though. Let's <laughs> back, back to the points. Let's get back to the point of this show, actually, which is uh, the talons. The, so the floor pumped and then it dumped. But, like, where are we at with this? Like, wh- what are our thoughts? Moonberg. I think, myth- I think people thought it was a token, like a, <clears throat> like a token token, which is why yep. uh, it, 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 because the price action is quite volatile. And you also saw oddities kind of uh, sh- uh, follow the same pattern. And then it pulled back. Uh, look, I'm like, I don't know about you guys, but the communities that I that, that I'm that I'm in that use these point systems, I really like them because if you're if um if you're into that community and you're loyal and you hold it, they like they do pay off later on if the points are used in the correct way. Um, and also like nesting, I found like uh, the old system of nesting was 
I don't know. I didn't really like it because you because you people have been in there for like a year now and you're sort of like, well, what's going to happen at the end of it? At least now you can be nested and you can have stuff along the way. So it keeps you incentivized. I think um, last year's system of uh, nesting was just a bit like sort of, you know, close your eyes and hope something happens at the end, which they obviously have have done. But it was a long time to keep the faith. And I prefer this way. And obviously, now that we know that they have a lot of art happening in community, a lot of drops happening, that there's going to be stuff that you can use for these points. So I'm like, I'm a fan of point system in communities if done well. Signal, do you do you think that price like price action today because the the diamond like art exhibition day one passes are going to be dropped to all the day one nesters do you feel like all of a sudden i don't know exactly how many day one nesters there are there's maybe three four thousand do you feel like all of a sudden that's going to cause a huge increase in supply once those passes are airdropped and cause a little of a decrease in in the price action today yeah, we could see some price action coming down. I don't, I don't, see, I don't see Moonbirds going a lot lower than where they are now. Maybe they bottom out at like two and a half, two point two, like like somewhere around there. But the people who are in it now are much likely to be the people who will be in it for the long term. So for me, the downside is I'm going to call like two point two maximum, and then potential upside going forward. So the uh, the talents, your point, uh, your point with the points. Um, I think is spot on. I think more importantly, what it, uh, I like this approach of loyalty per, uh, points as well. That's really what, and I mean, frankly, like NFTs, that's it. Like that, that's the foundation of it. Like you buy an NFT, people always say, what do I get for this NFT? And the problem is, is like if the NFT simply by itself is, is the whole thing and I own this pass and I come in. I love the idea of utilizing points for this. I love the idea of accruing points. I love the idea of those points being convertible into something. And your job, uh, essentially, or a team within your organization, their focus is figuring out how do we develop rewards for people who are loyal and, uh, you know, uh, loyalty rewards, um, points, system. There's a whole industry built around that. Um, And the question is... uh, you know, who is the audience that benefits most from having this? In the case of Moonbirds, they've specified their audience is art collectors. That's it. If you're an art collector and you want a point system that you think you're going to get rewards for, then buy a Moonbird, operate there, and that, that's, that's the space that you can uh, participate. I, I genuinely do think what we're seeing, what's interesting is... Um, you know, this space started with pure speculation. But uh, if you look back to the Facebook days, there was an entire uh, sub-segment dedicated to uh, communities. And it, it, nothing, nothing in that system was about, um, uh, like, speculation and uh, making money. The only people making money were the developers building apps in that space. Why did I bring this up? Some of the more popular apps that worked really well was targeted communities. So you could say, oh, fans of The Simpsons was an example. And there were community apps that ended up being built targeting that particular thing. Think of Reddit as an example of that, uh, as some of those uh, communities. Having an NFT associated with that makes a ton of sense. And it's also why Reddit NFTs are so successful and do so well. Um, I saw in uh, Giancarlo buys tokens. I'm blanking on the name of uh, his newsletter. Um, but mentor yeah, mentor skip, he had a whole sequence on it on Monday, uh, yesterday about, uh, Reddit NFTs 
and it was uh, it was really solid. Um, I highly recommend checking it out if you're not on there. How dare I shill another newsletter? I'm kicking myself right now. Ugh. Amateur hour. And, and just on this point, I think points, the great thing about points, you know, anyone who travels a lot, it, you know how it's easy to bifurcate who are the loyal customers in that section. I'm um, sorry, in this system. So the people who have like nested the longest and, and, and just stay with it and just know at some point I'll be able to use these points to convert it into something else. I don't know. I think it, I think it just has a different psychology. Um, I know I'm someone who travels a lot and like, I like my points because I know it's going to pay off to go to like the lounge or free hotel or free ticket or something. And I think just that having like long-term carrot, knowing that there's going to be an art and like people should look at the artists that they have in that community as well. They have fantastic names, both emerging, both established. Um, if, like I was an art collector and I wanted to be in that community long term. I honestly think if they get this point system right, it could offer some really interesting uh, long term incentives. Jesus I'm uh, I get I get why they're doing it. I, I do, and I think signals points are great. Like me personally, it's it's not really for me too much. Uh, not not my style. Um, and I think like the market is kind of showing that it's you know it. It's it's not like I think meme land is much much more excited or, or much more anticipated. I think meme land is definitely one of them. They're going to be rolling out various products. Uh, but but uh, that said, I think that there's uh, a lot of work um, to be done in this space. And the reality is, uh, a lot of these NFTs are basically just overvalued. It, it, it's purely on speculation. And so you really just want to uh, incorporate that speculative value. I don't know. I like meme land inherent at some point is going to come down uh, uh, to earth with their price. I don't know what that price ends up being, but I think it does eventually come down once they start rolling out products because like inevitably, like what product possibly can make you say, holy shit, they just like knocked this out of the park. Board Ape Yacht Club is re- re- releasing games and stuff. I, I don't know. Easy. What, what were you going to say about this? The thing with the thing with Meme Land and like, yeah, I hold some, but like my thesis is it's the audience. And like we kind of talked about community a lot. It's like I think that they're actually like pushing the narrative on their audience a little bit differently than most projects. It seems like they obviously have a meme token, which is going to be a, a traditional token, not points. And that's got a lot of people excited. The thing, too, is that it seems like it's lining up with the unlock in Hong Kong. So in Hong Kong in June, they're lifting a lot of crypto legislation that's going to allow individuals and retail to spend more freely on NFTs and crypto. And that's the audience that Ray's actually been going after. And it seems like he's going to line it up for that. So I do think that I, I agree. We're going to see a pullback at some point because it was one of the, like three projects that pumped with ETH pumping. But I think we still have more upside. Like I've been saying, my, my target's 10 ETH on captains and we pushed to seven and a half, almost touched eight, did pull back here just because the market's been a little bit quiet on the ETH side. And it seems like most ETH NFT traders are in like the shitcoin meta. But I think that's like playing into it. And what Ray's done really well in comparison is that speculation aspect. But it's also the fact that he's just doubled down on the people in the group and like where he's looking to build a stronger quote community. And traditionally, community's been like, in the bull, people are like, oh, the community doesn't mean anything. It's, it's, it is what it is. But it seems like those that have had a very strong community have been the projects that have really excelled. Like, I look at D-Gods. And the fact is, like, they're literally just built on their strong community and have since doubled down their message that they want to be this hyper-exclusive community. 
So it, it's been impressive to me. And I think that's actually going to make a lot more people realize like maybe products don't need to be the def- like deciding factor. Okay. But w- so, well, I, I want to dive into the community side of things, but separately, a lot of the people that are hating on the point side of things, inevitably when proof figures out a token approach and like all the legal stuff shows up, I feel like those points in, in inevitably convert into it unless you spend them. And so that's the name of the game with points. The problem is everyone in the NFT space, at least the speculative subsegment of the NFT space, is separate than those that are loyal audience members. And I think within your own community, you almost need to segment those two uh, groups. Those that simply want price action, which is 99% of like of the entire uh, NFT space, frankly. But I think over time, there's people that are going to be interested within these, uh, within these communities. And your job is to develop that loyal audience. In the case of Azuki, for example, though, we're seeing those numbers go down, right? Like that's the, the uh, uh, NFT statistics posted a tweet where they showed that like whales are essentially absorbing all of the exits out of this ecosystem at this point in time. And, uh, and so the community is shrinking. Most NFT projects observe the same phenomenon, basically, is that the number of, uh, uh, like the number of large wallets increases over time. And, and there, needs, there becomes some sort of baseline that we get to. But a lot of these communities haven't gotten to that point. And, and I think it could be like, you know, a two-year process or three-year process to flush through that entire uh, system. And as long as uh, your NFT is encouraging speculation, it's going to take longer for that process to uh, flush out. The other thing, though, that that is difficult, and th- this is the real question, which is hard to measure, is like projects that have seen their floor price eviscerate or evaporate or be eviscerated uh, and evaporate. Th- we, we stop paying attention to what that community is, but it still exists there. And that's something that, you know, I'd say our own fault and I, I'd say other people within the space, we don't monitor those projects and the market doesn't monitor those projects once the price goes down. But inevitably, maybe they're f- uh, front running this entire process of saying, yeah, get the speculators out of it. Let's go build stuff. Uh, but I don't know. I feel like you need those people in the ecosystem. Um, anyways, um, uh, so what was I going to say? Um, uh, next, uh, yeah, I I got nothing else on the points. Do do you guys have anything else on the points or we'll move on to the next subject? Nothing on points. Nothing on points. Uh, quick reminder before we jump into the next subject. I like to take a moment to, to thank today's sponsor. By the way, I, I got distracted. If you're wondering where my distraction came from, a message notifying me that I have to pay an extra day rent on the new apartment. So I'm going to go murder the uh, real estate agents associated with this because um, uh, I'm going to contest this. Uh, it's going to be shit. contested. Uh, maybe, maybe if I had bought a shit coin, that would have changed things. But here we are. Um, in terms of, uh, fortunately, I didn't because I was too busy working on our business. Anyways, I'd like to take a moment to thank today's sponsor, Pacemaker. Pacemaker 
is a 5K membership club for fine digital street art, bringing together collectors and artists founded by street culture legend Till Jag- uh, uh, is it Hagla or Jagla? I don't know how to say the last name. My apologies. It's Yaglo. Yaglo. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Sorry. My apologies. No uh, in terms of, uh, I hope that you're a pacemaker for my uh, Ethereum wallet to help me offset the, uh, the, the this this one day of rent that I now owe. Uh, pacemaker is fueled by the global fashion and tech platform About You. With over 40 million uh, monthly active users, About You is one of the biggest fashion platforms around the globe. We had a conversation about this uh, I don't last month, or at least a couple of weeks ago. About You has done fashion collabs with Kendall Jenner, Bella Hadid, Katy Perry, Dennis Schroeder, Lucas Sabat, and many more. Retweet the pinned tweet for a chance to win a golden mask, giving you one pacemaker NFT for free and a second for 0.15 ETH plus special OG utility after the April 20th mint. We'll announce the winner of the two masks at the end of the show. You can learn more about Pacemaker and about you in 15 minutes during their interview when you also receive the password for today's free NFT. All right. Next subject. Loom, uh, Azuki event details. What? $100 deposit that is refunded. What? Okay, so what's the deal with this? Okay, so Azuki's doing an event in Vegas, a singular one-day event. It's called Finding the White Rabbit is what they've been teasing it as. They launched the sign-up yesterday. And with that, to your point, it's a $100 deposit that is refundable. But a lot of people, I think, actually speculated that it would be more than one day. So it's from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. at Hakkasan in Vegas. Um, Their dress code, dope shit only. And... Yeah, it's. I, I think a lot of people wanted like more, but it seems like the price is actually. So no NFT merch is allowed. No, you can't wear your 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 ape hoodie that you wear everywhere. Sorry. Yeah, so it's next month. It's about or two months away. It's June twenty third. A lot of people, I think, thought that this would be like a conference to an extent, a couple days. It's one day, four hours, one night. Dude, in the nightclub, man, I've never, you know, I've never partied harder than I have at Hakkasan, man. Shout out to Hakkasan. I'm always in Vegas, as you all know, twice a month, just staying in the clubs till late in the morning, coming out, playing some craps, uh, trying to win money. I win money some of the time. I I don't other times. Um, And, uh, you know, that's where we're at. Um, Come on, guys. We know this is going to be lit. I don't care what anyone says. It's going to go crazy. It's going to go crazy. It's going to be absolutely wild. Like, I'm not, I'm not a Vegas person. I'm not really interested in going to Vegas. I think there's better places to go. But I'd be interested to go to Vegas with an Azuki party there. You know it's going to be wild. It's the only event they're probably doing this year. This isn't going to be like sit down in Hakkasan and have like a six-course meal. You all go home after like four hours. It's going to be absolutely wild. Like, bow, it, it bow, just bow, is. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> in the club. DJ Neo, DJ Neo, obviously will be brought in to do the music for the Azuki party. But um, like, like this is going to be a big moment for them as well. Obviously, the last big thing that they did was the golden skateboards. Now this is going to be their first IRL, pretty much since I think last year in New York. Don't don't think they've done anything else uh, in between. Like, if you're an Azuki or bean holder and you live in the US and you're only a couple of hours flight away, why? And and you're and and you're into the community. Like, why wouldn't you go to this? It seems like a no-brainer. There's speculation, too, that the Bored Ape 
conference may end up around the same time, same location. That's like a big speculation, but that's what a lot of people have been hinting at. That's why it's in Vegas and lining up. So I guess we're going to have to see. I mean, who knows? Hey, we'll have to see. You can catch me in the club. You know what I'm saying? I'll be in the VIP area. Uh, Pio, you decided just to hop on now. Here I am. What's up, Pio? Look, what you up? weren't you weren't invited, man. Oh, look at well, I can leave. You weren't. He's gone. I'm just kidding. You're welcome. <laughs> Frank put out a tweet today about uh, you know in real life events and basically just tripled down. I mean, look between Frank and like NFT statistics and stuff. NFT statistics pointed something out when he was tweeting about the codependent, the Gucci codependent or whatever. Yeah, it was Gucci, right? Gucci did the codependent. Yes. And he said, like, uh, he said he wasn't surprised that the Gucci codependent didn't sell out because board, uh, there was a significant number of board ape holders that didn't even claim the sewer pass. And that was just pure free money, right? Like, sewer pass was just literally free money. You can't it goes even it. further back. There's, if you look, there's not 10K dogs. So right, it's like right. every claim's actually trickled down with less people claiming the next one. Sure. And dogs was early. You know, people, like probably forgot that they minted board apes for like a negligible amount of money. weren't paying attention. Were an they were a claim. They were actually oh. a claim. And anyway, uh, NFT statistics pointed out that the thing that all board ape yacht club holders, there's only one thing that all board ape yacht club holders or coda holders have in common, and that's an interest in collecting digital assets. That's it. Nothing else. So if you're going to do a designer physical asset through Gucci you actually can't expect it to sell out because that is not the thing that people have in common, right? And with Frank, right, this past week was all about in-person events, right? They, they profited off of in-person events, which is fantastic for their business, whether or not holders understand that, whether or not the NFT audience understands how uh, an NFT business works or an NFT project works in order to stay alive and actually sustain and not eventually be a rug pull. Um, you know, it was a very successful week. However, there were a significant number of Utes and D-Gods holders that didn't go to the in-person event. There's a significant, uh, sig significant numbers of D-Gods uh, and Utes holders and just general NFT holders that will never in their whole lives ever go to an NFT event, ever. They'll never go. And so Frank made sure that, you know, I, I don't know if it was last night or this morning, so call it Monday or Tuesday, the week after the in real life event to triple quadruple down and be like, yeah, we did the in, uh, in real life event, but the priority is the digital world. The priority is the people that aren't going to go to that event straight up. Like he basically said that, like, if you don't go to the event, our priority is to make you happy for holding. And so Azuki historically has done very like kick-ass uh, NFT events uh, but I have to imagine that they're still going to, uh, you know, favor just digital asset holders because ultimately everybody that holds an Azuki, the only thing that they all have in common is that they actually have a digital asset and that they're interested in collecting digital assets. Um, and I mean, Spencer said it here yesterday about how he talked about how uh, the founders of Azuki, like favor Spirit Dow, for example, they're prioritizing making sure folks like Spirit Dow are happy. And it's reflected in the unique uh, holder count going down while the price action goes up. So I just thought that was interesting. Like, you know, just in real life, 
versus uh, digital, you always have to favor digital. I talked to somebody that owns 50 of our NFT and he said he's never been to a single one of our in real life events and it's unrealistic he ever will because he lives in Asia. So there's just a very slim likelihood he'll ever show up to the event. He holds 50 of our NFT, you know? So uh, yeah, at the end of the day, you have to favor the folks that are holding digitally, but obviously IRL has a place. I just thought it was pretty interesting that yeah, Frank leaned into that. I don't know if no one has. All right, radio show. No one talks. No, 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 no. That's interesting. Yeah, we we got a lot of thoughts on events. Look, people are hosting parties. Uh, some people like it, other people don't. You know, that's that's the conclusion. Uh, these organizations uh, are like, you need some sort of proof of existence, basically, within uh, when you have an NFT project, and that's literally what people are looking for. the The problem is. Uh, like events don't necessarily, they don't drive floor at pri floor price action. Um, really, the inevitably, the number one thing that drives uh, floor price appears to just be communication. How you communicate about your project and the value provided seems to be the single thing that drives floor price action. That's, that's the case with meme land. That's the case with Moonbirds. You can see it for better or for worse. That, that's the case with literally every project. And, and the, the question is, hey, does the audience like this communication? Do they not like this communication? And the market price is exclusively tied to that. Frank is somebody who's uh, good at essentially creating an energy that says, you can fade us, you can disagree with us, but we're going to be out here building so like you may want to hold on because like we're not stopping. That's kind of the ethos of the messaging there. And events is one of those vehicles through which that's occurring. Um, and I, I think that's my synopsis from him. S signal, what were you going to say? I mean, I agree with Pierre with what you're saying, that digital will always be uh, favored over sort of physical in real life events. But it like the two are not mutually exclusive. You can serve different parts of the community like through these different um, through these different events and through you know through these different sales, the codependence that that was a ninety three percent sellout, like that's absolutely incredible. Like for the amount of people in the space and the crossover where you're looking for people who like Gucci, like coders, and want to own jewelry, like that is a phenomenal statistic. And I think they raised something like five million. You also have to look at the fact that when Yuga put an event on like Eight Fest. Every other project which has a considerable treasury will just turn around and say, well, why aren't we putting on um, an event? So there's also like, um, look at what your competitors are doing. And when they do have these huge treasuries, like it, ha it has to be spent somehow. It, it, it can't just be like, um, okay, we're going to do this jewelry line now. And then uh, we're not going to do anything for the next three to four months. And we're going to do a game, but maybe some holders don't like games. So it's like, you have to try and serve all the different parts of community so that at least everyone is satisfied at like if, if you look at the uh, th no, 365 days in a year have we served the majority of our community are they happy this is why events need to happen as well because they do serve that section but i agree overall uh digital will be favored yeah and real quick i mean we talk about digital products I've been talking to Easy and Nick about uh, physical products, right? And so physical products have been done in the NFT space since the beginning, right? Black hoodies, 
like over and over again, black hoodies or whatever, right? The problem with the early iterations is that most of those things sucked. There's a few examples of good ones, right? Like early board eight merch, but then they kind of like drove the car off of the road and, and they don't even do merch anymore. Or they do very uh, selective merch at this point because it wasn't like quality stuff. Then I think Azuki has done like one of the best, the best merch rollouts, like hands down that jacket. And there was yeah. no arguments or qualms about the price of it. It's yeah. reversible. The thing slaps. Like when I see that jacket, I'm like, that is a good jacket. And like, that's something that people outside the space see and are like, that's pretty cool. Like, what is that? You know? Yeah, Azuki and Pudgy Penguins. And I guess you even have to give it to Kanpai Pandas. I don't know if fa fashionistas are going to say that Kanpai Pandas is the shit, but like the angle that Bags is taking with John Jones and the athletes, he said now there's just other athletes wearing them that aren't sponsored by Kanpai Pandas because they saw John Jones wearing them. Uh, and so, you know, it, you got to give them props for making it work. I know Doodles was trying to sell extremely expensive merch that I don't think people were that expensive excited about. So again, you have to make like really, really good stuff. What Luke is doing with the plushies is electric. It seems to me from what I saw at NFT NYC, I think you're going to see really, really strong physical products actually have a major impact on building out this NFT IP and getting people in the NFT space excited because it's just like kind of the physical version of the digital products that your holders already you know know and love. Um, but you have to do it well. And so many people were like, no, 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 we're not going to do it well. And look, when you talk about fashion, I do want to just shout out real quick. I know it's not quite time for the interview yet, but uh, you know, our sponsors today, second time sponsor, absolutely electric when it comes to fashion. If you guys aren't streetwear people, if you don't know, uh, Google street culture legend right now, if you're in front of your laptop, Till Yagla. So T-I-L-L -L space J-A-G-L-A. We're honored to have Till on the show today. Uh, Adidas legend. Like the collab master, just go in and look it up. And About You has actually done fashion collabs with Kendall Jenner, Bella Hadid, Katy Perry, Dennis Schroeder for you NBA fans, uh, and a ton more people. And this is their second time sponsoring us. Uh, first drop was a success. Pacemaker second drop today. And again, er Nick already called it out. It's like art blocks, but for uh, street culture. And if you like physical products, uh, you know, that's Switch over to your phone, Pia deeply interwoven uh, in this. So Nick's telling me to switch over. Here we go. We're switching. I was going to say but, uh, but, uh, You got to unplug. Got to unplug. Got to unplug. All righty. Here we go. Without a hitch, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so yeah, we're going to be hearing from Pacemaker in just a little bit. Very, very excited to talk to them. Again, second time that they're sponsoring. Uh, a lot of fun. Do we talk about only force and dot swoosh? Not yet, but we should because I'm interested in that. That's a, it plays right into this conversation. They're launching that creator shoe that's going out. There's an airdrop today that people will be able to receive an Air Force One. And then from this, they're going to be going into their We Create, I believe is what it's called, something along those lines, program in which holders actually get a hand in designing an Air Force One that will be physically produced. And the one that they vote on from the Dot .swoosh community is those that hold this asset will be able to actually purchase for the physical. So to me, it's really interesting because we've seen them deliver Artifact sneakers previously. They have Forging coming up for the next iteration of the Artifact sneakers. It is from Nike. I do have some worries for Artifact from this because it seems like Nike is now kind of shifting their focus to their Dotswoosh marketplace. And that's like where it seems their Web3 basket of resources is going. But it, it's, in my opinion, going to open up a lot more eyes on this digital physical aspect, especially because Nike's already found success with their constant drops of hyped sneakers, hyped physical assets. 
and how they're now going to be able to kind of drive that value add to making people claim them while still owning the digital aspect. So I think that there's going to be this really cool dynamic between owning an asset, but not physically having to hold it at the time of ownership. It seems like people are more excited about dot swoosh than Clonex is what it seems like to me. Kicks, you're smiling. I, I don't know. What do you like kicks? You owned Clonex. What do you think? Like the future of this Clonex thing? I mean, they Nike acquired Clonex, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not familiar, the Clonex collection, which was basically the OG metaverse wearable brand developed from 2018 was a peak bull run acquired by uh, Nike and if Nike didn't acquire the, acquire them, you have to think that Adidas or Puma or somebody else would have acquired them. And since then, it's kind of been negative price action on Clonex and kind of unhappy campers uh, for people that were holding. D Farmer, a very well-known whale, publicly dumped his entire Clonex bag, was fed up with uh, the actions. And I've seen whales tweeting that they're very excited about Dot Swoosh. They're unequivocally bullish on Dot Swoosh. But they're on the fence about Clonex. Kicks, you're a former Clonex holder. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think, like, I, it, are we talking about Clonex the brand, right? Or, like, Clonex the profile pick? Because I think Clonex the NFTs. The brand, yeah, I think Clonex the brand and maybe some of the NFTs will do, will do some cool things. But, like, it, uh, with a lot of these uh, profile pick parts of brands, Clonex is a great example uh, Yuga Labs is the best, but like I put Board Ape in the same boat. Like after a certain amount of airdrops, it becomes just a profile pick, right? Like what what is the value of holding a Clone X going to be? Do you really think you're going to get like five more airdrops that are worth one ETH each? Right? Probably, probably not. And so at the end of the day, then it's a just a profile pick. And I think that there's better profile pick collections out there than the clone X. Yeah. Will they eventually maybe let it be a 3d avatar in a theoretical metaverse 10 years from now? Certainly, you know, but for me, it's just with, with some of these projects, like after they've released a certain amount of things, like I can't even list all the clone X things, right? There's, there's, there's a lot of collections with clone X. Yeah. There's all uh, these different counted ones. I think there's like 19 current collections. Nine, 19. Yeah. So what what do you think you're going to get five more airdrops by holding a clone X and like what's the market going to like value those? So at a certain point in time these these types of products then just simply turn into a digital profile pick and I think like that's how the market is is pricing it right now. I also think that clone X being associated with a massive publicly traded company has some real bumpers on what they can do strategically, right? Like someone like Ray at Meme Land. Oh, he can go nuts. A, being out of the United States. Yeah. And B, yeah, b being completely in control of what he can and can't do, can do way more things than Clone X, where probably everything Clone X has to do, has to, wants to do, has to run through Nike and Nike Legal and all of these different things, right? So there's some real bumpers <laughs> on what they can do strategically. And ever since they got acquired, what have you seen them do? Really just like launch like, Digitals and stuff like that, right? Things but they that, aren't like, are shipping the physical products yet. You would think that they can do that part because they got bought by Nike. I mean, Nike's well, job is to make shoes. Well, and sometimes acquisitions are catch and kills. So sometimes acquisitions aren't even like we're acquiring this company because it's going to make us a ton of money. A lot of times it's we're going to acquire this company so they don't be, become a competitor yep. to what we want to do, right? So this may have just been a catch and kill by Nike 
And now they have their Dot Swish coming out, and there's no real competitor, right? If Clonex was independent, maybe Clonex was would be doing some interesting things that could compete with Nike. So yeah, me I have enough profile picks as it is that are worth more than three, you know, a couple ETH. I don't need any more. Uh, I actually think it's kind of funny and ironic that there's people that have like a hundred profile picks. Like logically, how does that play out? You know what I mean? What you're hoping that a lot of people come to the market and really want multi ETH profile picks, which is interesting. But yeah, for me, Clonex, like. I once again, I I could definitely see myself interested in a Clonex NFT. I just don't think it's going to be the PFP. There you go. Uh, any closing thoughts? Signal easy on Clonex, and then we'll move on. No, well, it'll be interesting to see the adoption of this. It'll be on Polygon as well, so I think it's going to be another liquidity aspect for Polygon. That's kind of the thing I'm watching. See if they get new users and some of the other key pieces there. Just from a, um, a logistics standpoint, I think the way that, that these be, these drops are being done from a brand perspective, for example, the codependence and now with, with the shoes, it's very efficient. That's that's the great thing about it. Like um, codependence, they know they have to produce 3,000 pendants. That's it. There will be no excess supply. There'll be no waste. We know we have to ship 3,000 pendants. So from a corporate perspective this is like incredible for PL and margin and just operations and logistics and you're going to see exactly the same thing with nike that they know exactly how many shoes they have to ship so i think um from a how to sort of maximize profit um segment the market so you know exactly who your customers are this is just an absolute no-brainer and i think you're going to see more brands who like if they can execute this right and get the right audience they can make like phenomenal revenue in a year and and also as well you know a lot of the time you always people you always hear people say oh the nft space needs to expand it needs it, like it needs to get bigger like there's probably let's say so twenty thousand wallets maybe thirty thousand wallets maybe which are active um so let's just say you know there's probably around that number of people in the market that's an extremely captivated market you can make millions of, of dollars just having thirty thousand customers and you're not even trying to reach all thirty thousand so sometimes it's not about being mass it's about being customized and really knowing who your audience is what it is they want and still be able to have a very successful product so i think um it, it's great to see these initiatives from nike from starbucks and we're going to see more of this if it's done right. Absolutely. Great, great Definitely. summary there, Signal. Uh, look, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk to our sponsor of today's show, the About You team. Specifically, we're discussing the Pacemaker Project. So we have Julian, we have Till, we have Chris. Second time that the gang has been on the show. We're incredibly excited. As I mentioned before, uh, holders of the Pacemaker NFTs will have access to digital street culture artwork. And every single artwork is linked to a claimable physical drop. So we're incredibly excited to learn more about the pacemaker ecosystem. Julian, Till, Chris, how's it going? Great. Thanks for being here. Great. <laughs> Second time. Thanks for having us. Of course, of course. And so, uh, you know, obviously I've mentioned a little bit about About You, about Pacemaker, about you.com. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you're in the United States, uh, you might not be 100% familiar because it is an international platform. 45 million monthly active users worldwide and 3 billion in revenue uh, shipping to the entire world, publicly traded company. And I already talked about Till's background, seven-year uh, veteran of New Balance, 11-year veteran at Adidas. Adidas. Uh, hi, Snobiety, for all you hype beasts out there, named him the Adidas King of Collabs. So we have a guest of honor until being on the show today. But I'd love to just kind of open the floor for, for you all to talk a little bit about, you know, your backgrounds and, and pacemakers specifically, you know, what the drop is that we're talking about today. 
Yeah, totally. Till, shall I start and you just jump in? Go for it. Go for okay. it. <laughs> Great. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a, right now it's a super crazy time. I mean, it's 48 hours. Yeah, it's exactly 48 hours before the mint. So it's on Thursday for 20 for the culture. Um, and, um, uh, yeah, uh, we have a ton of work, of course, uh, to do. And what happened, um, right after, um, or in between from, from the last time we were, we were here in your show, um, there are some news which I would love to, to spread with you guys, if that's okay. Um, yeah, of course. Of course. It's yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. So uh, a lot of things happened. Um, we onboarded um, uh, our, um, our art partner, our art agency to Pacemaker, which is um, a landmark agency. Um, who doesn't know Landmark? It's uh, they are based in Canada. It's of course a contact um, uh, from Till, and um, Till already worked with them, and they are huge. They have partner. Uh, they have artists in their agency like um, Fuck Render, uh, Burn Toast, Ricardo Cavolo. Yep. Um, so top-notch people, of course, um, who we will do um, our, for our first art collection with, which is already in process, of course. Um, I won't tell you today who it is exactly, but it's in, yeah, it's a triple A name, and maybe I just, I just named him. Um, so, um, yeah, we, we'll do an, a collection with them, the first street art collection, and um, airdrop these collection to our holders, um, um, after after minting, um, let's say one to two weeks after minting, um, this airdrop will happen to onboard the people. And with these um, artworks, the people get, of course, there are one-on-ones, there are uh, editions, as well as different artwork set of uh, this one um, artist. You can claim a physical grail, a physical product. You were talking about it, guys, as well. Um, I mean, um, our big partner is about you and um, about you has uh, product suppliers fashion suppliers around the globe they can do like every physical product we want to have so um, just imagine you have an artwork and um, you put it on a skateboard you put it um, on a bmx you put it on a whole collection you put it it's not only like the t-shirt and the sweater game um, it's like um, yeah, doing collection with it as well and like to, to flex with it outside. We thought that's super, super important and Till is a very physical guy and um, he, he loves to um, uh, have, um, have these grails in his hand. So um, we extended that. And that is, that is happening with our partner Landmark where we are super proud of to have them in our team. Um, yeah, what else happened? Mint date, you already, you already mentioned, of course, 420 minting time is... 4 p.m. Yep. Day after tomorrow, uh, 4.20 is the day of the mint. And what time is the mint time? Uh, it's exactly right now in 48 hours. It's 4 p.m. CET. Um, it's crazy. It's 48 hours countdown right now. Um, so, uh, And that's 10 a.m. Eastern time, correct? 4 p.m. CET would be 10 a.m. Eastern time? Uh, let me check in the timetable. Chris, can you help out? I think that's, I think that's correct. It's, it's, it's six hours before us. So that, that should be yeah, correct. Correct. Otherwise, please head to our Twitter. Uh, we uh, posted a timetable today with all timestamps, etc. that you are, that you are safe. Um, and, um, and yeah, our minting price is point one, uh, yeah, it's point one five. 
Um, uh, it's a whitelist only project, but you can still um, uh, get uh, get your um, your guaranteed mint spot via our Pastelist NFT. That's the NFT we dropped um, the last time when we were in your show: the golden, the silver, and the black mask. Um, uh, you can yep. get it on OpenSea. We ruffle uh, golden mask as well here, guys. Um, so um, yeah, with the golden mask, you have a free mint um uh and a regular mint as well as special og perks so the 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 mask won't get burned they have future utility it's like the 300 uh, uh golden club um from pacemaker then we have the silver mask with the 600 mask about you get um you get a discount of 50 percent, and we have the black mask with an amount of 1200 you get a discount of 25 percent um yeah so I think the the securest way is heading over to to OpenSea, getting this mask. Uh, these masks will have the first slots, the first hours in minting. After that, the allow list will follow, um, and after the allow list, the wait list um, is uh, is coming. Right, and maybe some some not little huge updates as well. But this is like happening. Um, all day, every day, right now, we onboarded partners uh, like Zeneca with his Zen Academy, um, where we educate um, everybody with with street art in the NFT space, with street fashion, with streetwear in the NFT space. Um, we onboarded them the last week. We're very, very proud of that. Um, tomorrow we have a space with them. We onboarded Farouk with, with Rock Radio for different collaborations, etc., future collaborations as well. So. The wheel is spinning and it's uh, yeah super excited, uh, super exciting. And um, yeah, what what did I miss, uh, Till? How do you feel? I feel I feel uh, super excited. I mean, we have worked on that project for the last uh, fifteen months. A lot of uh, blood, sweat, and tears uh, ran into the project. Uh, now forty-eight hours are left. Uh, I really can't, literally can't wait to unveil um, everything we have we have worked on. So it feels very, very, very good. Obviously, super excited, uh, almost a bit nervous. Uh, but yeah, so um, uh, all I think uh, all a very natural, na- natural uh, situation. Um, yeah, so super hyped. I think you uh, you didn't forget anything. Um, yeah, so super, super stoked. Hell yeah, I love to hear it. And so just so people understand, the call to action would be to buy one of the existing masks. And how can people find that collection in a really easy way on OpenSea? We're going to pin it to the top, but there might be people listening in their cars. There might be uh, you know, people that are listening on the podcast upload that we put up afterwards on Apple and Spotify podcasts. What is the name of the collection that they should buy? And just remind them when they buy that collection, what does that lead to? Yeah, the collection name is Pacelist for Pacemaker. Pacelist is another word for for whitelist for us. So Pacelist for Pacemaker is the name. It has, it has about like a 50 ETH volume. Um, and um, yeah, be, be sure, go on. Best, best thing is go on our Discord or go on our Twitter and um, click on the links. There's always like the link to to the OpenSea collection. Also on our on our homepage, Please head to it, uh, and there it's linked, so you don't fall into scams, etc. That's super important. There are a lot out there, unfortunately. So, yeah, best thing: go to our Twitter or Discord or PacemakerNFT.io page, 
and go to it. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and that's maybe, the best maybe, case. Julian, maybe, maybe one thing to add. Um, obviously, you, you mentioned our strategic partner, Landmark, uh, which is great, and we are super proud uh, of having them on the side. Um, there will be way more. Uh, we currently talk to many, many artists around the world. Uh, but um, there is one thing I want to underline. So obviously we will collaborate with known partners, which is, I think, very important to further drive and contribute to street and art culture. Uh, but also we want to give um, people from our communities, NFT holders, the chance to um, to to um, yeah to to get lifted by us. Uh, so we definitely also want to look for people from our community from like within the NFT holders and give them the chance to realize their dreams uh, through our network, our infrastructure. So that is also very important to mention. And last but not least, I also want to mention um, the the artwork itself. Uh, so obviously we're going to have 5,000 unique NFTs. And um, to be really honest, I think all of them look fantastic. I think it's a, it's a quality uh, we have delivered that is uh, quite unique. And I can say that because um, the, we haven't done them. Uh, we have collaborated with the design studio from Berlin, Looping Lovers. Um, they are one of the best uh, 3D motion designers in the world. Um, they have uh, delivered 5,000 individual NFTs that are Champions League for sure. So do yourself a favor, check out our Instagram, or sorry, our Twitter and, and Discord. Obviously, you can also check Instagram. Um, but check it out. Um, we we publish. Uh, we have published a lot of uh, art already. Um, just the art itself, I think, is 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 worth uh, joining the the, the project. But uh, we think way beyond um, NFTs, way beyond products. For us, it's a mindset. We're looking for pacemakers. Pacemakers want to lift others. Pacemakers uh, make sure that others cross the finish line faster and better. Um, and that's what we're here for. Um, yeah, let's let's uh, really really uh, create something magical here together. I mean, love to hear it, Till. Absolutely love to hear it. And again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Google Till if you want to understand his background. Till, you're probably embarrassed with me telling people, like telling thousands of people to Google you. <laughs> I, I hope you don't mind. But anyway, uh, can we talk about the physical component a little bit? Because I just talked about, um, you know, the the kind of link between digital and physical, and it's very appropriate to discuss with you guys. And Till, obviously, the king of collabs himself with Adidas. <laughs> um, I, let's hear a little bit about the physical and remind everyone of the call to action uh, for today and for Thursday. And then we do have a free NFT mint in honor of Pacemaker that we're excited to drop. But yeah, if we could hear a little bit about that physical, that'd be awesome. Sure. So, I mean, Julian touched base on that already, and, and I, can, I can echo that. And if I, if I go back in time, when I, when I started collecting art pieces, uh, be it um, vinyl, vinyl toys or, or art pieces whatsoever, Obviously, we always bought physical stuff, right? Yeah. Um, it was about like limited sneakers, skateboards, BMXs. I, I've bought everything and collected pretty much everything. I'm, I'm a bit messy here, unfortunately. However, um, that means street culture, art culture, pop culture, right? So uh, back then, everything was driven by a physical piece, uh, which I really still really like. And then, um, obviously, um, the Web3s... Uh, um, um, uh, space um, has been has been created or or was founded and and, and uh, became bigger and bigger and we felt that it would be a very very cool idea if we um, have a digital art piece and then 
first. And that digital art piece obviously uh, is only accessible through our uh, um, infrastructure and our ecosystem, obviously um, uh, by our NFT holders. And then those uh, digital art pieces transform into physical art pieces. So essentially you buy or you get something, you get access to a digital art piece, and then you have the chance to get a very exclusive um, physical piece that coming out of that uh, digital drop, which is, I believe, um, the way the, the entire global market has to develop uh, towards. Uh, because again, I, I think, I wouldn't say Web, Web 2 is dead, but I would say Web 3 is here to stay. You can't, you can't stop that wonderful um, journey, that wonderful development. So we try now to you know, bring a new twist, a new spin into um, the, the, yeah, into collectibles. And uh, I think Pace NFT is so interesting because we will bring um, all the interesting uh, artists under, under one roof and give the NFT holders exclusive access to something they only get, obviously, within our, our powerhouse for creative minds. And also, also, I think it's also an interesting space, not only for, for people who want to create, it's also for everyone who has an, has a high interest in, in art and, and, and a creative outcome. Um, so you can also witness the journeys. We make everything as transparent as possible, obviously. And yeah, uh, in, 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 in our project, uh, community always wins. That's, that's very, very close to our heart. Love to hear it. Absolutely love to hear it. And so people can buy one of the three masks today. We're going to pin that collection to the top. It's been to the top right now. And then the mint is on uh, 420, the day after tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern time uh, is the time for all you United States-based folks. Uh, whatever time zone you're in, uh, it shouldn't be too tough to figure it out. Uh, any So as far as call to action, they can buy one of the three masks that we have pinned to the top. A anything else that people need to do, obviously they should follow the Pacemaker Twitter account that's on stage. I see you all have the coveted gold check. Wow. Very impressive. And the square PFP, very, very cool stuff. What are the other uh, clo uh, you know, uh, calls to action that people should have? Um, I think what's super important is uh, that uh, a snapshot is taken uh, tomorrow at 11.50pm uh, CET. Um, uh, also in the timetable uh, we posted. Uh, that's super important uh, for the Mint. So until that time, you need to own this uh, mask for the Mint. So um, so in, in about uh, 24 hours, um, doors are closed. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll post that, of course, uh, uh, today and tomorrow as well. But that is uh, super important for everybody who wants to get a mask or... Um, uh, yeah, or uh, later on, try to come on the wait or allow list if it comes to that. Very nice. And look, ladies and gentlemen, our uh, free NFT in honor of Pacemaker is live. Uh, so if you go to the nifty.com, T-H-E-N-I-F-T-Y.com slash claim, C-L-A-I-M, then you can put in the password, all lowercase, Pace, P-A-C-E, and then the number 20. So PACE20 is the password for today's free NFT. 
uh, you can go to the nifty.com slash claim. So the nifty.com slash C-L-A-I-M for our free NFT today in honor of Pacemaker. Uh, Clemente is going to pin it to the top on the YouTube stream. Uh, he's claiming it right now. I don't know if the Pacemaker team got a chance to take a look at it. Did you guys see the, the free NFT? And if so, did did we do right by Pacemaker with Buddy wearing the uh, the Pacemaker mask and, and graffitiing or street arting uh, the Pacemaker logo? Yeah, we love it. It's super dope. It's super dope. It's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's really, amazing. really nice. I really like the rabbit style. Is, yeah, but this is this is what like this project is all about, right? There are so many artists, so many creatives, and I think there is a platform missing who embrace creativity and, and give those people a chance to shine. And I think that is that is us. That is, that's very close to our heart. This is our intrinsic motivation. This is what gets us out of bed every morning. And yeah, so we just needed to have a platform uh, to deliver the template and the creative people will do the rest, I guess. Epic. I mean, so ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you've processed this, but we just got a little art related, a creativity cosign from the one and only Tilyagla. Like I said before, Google him. Google him if you don't know. I mean, I know I'm embarrassing him at this point, but to get a creative cosign uh, from a talent like Till is incredibly cool. Um, Well, look. Pacemaker team, Till, Julian, Chris, thank you guys so much. Shout out to Conrad, too. I know he's behind the scenes. Uh, but thank you guys so much for coming again. Second time you all sponsored the show. Couldn't be more excited about, uh, you know, the drop and, and what Pacemaker's doing, tying the digital to the physical. And, and really, you guys are just developing really cool IP um, and just making an impact internationally in the NFT space. Any closing thoughts for the audience? Anything else the audience needs to know? Oh, no, 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 I think it's really. I think, so first, first of first, first of all, thanks for having us. Uh, has been has been great. Uh, second time, even better than the first time. So thanks for for having us. Thanks for giving us a chance to 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 obviously share our vision. Uh, I would really like to ask everyone to check out our Twitter and and Discord space to check out the artworks. I think the artworks uh, are just mind blowing. Check it out. Trust us. Uh, we will um, we will execute with excellence that's for sure this is what we stand for you can google us <laughs> and, yeah, and let's make it let's make it let's make it a let's make it a magical day Hell yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, follow Pacemaker NFT on Twitter. Check out the drop. Uh, you know, check out the mask that you can buy that'll give you access. Anyway, that's our show. We do the show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10, 15 a.m. Eastern time. If it's your first time listening, you can also check it out on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. And in honor of Pacemaker, you got to keep up the pace. We're going to drop a little far side running. So we'll catch you guys next time. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you to Pacemaker for sponsoring yet again. We'll catch you tomorrow. Catch you guys next time. See ya.